This episode of Nerds on Coffee is brought to you by the Brogly Box. It is an all-inclusive quarterly subscription box designed to promote optimal mental health and overall wellness. Each beautifully designed box includes full-size curated gift items such as essential oils, stress and anxiety combating tools, coloring therapy books, candles, aromatherapy, journals, calendars, self-help guides, and more. Brogly Box products are sourced from well-known health and wellness brands, as well as small independent crafters and artisans. Each box also includes a quarterly issue of Peace of Mind magazine, featuring timely and useful articles, guides and visual tools from a variety of published psychologists, psychiatrists, and mental health bloggers. Brogly Box is an all-encompassing resource kit for those who need support or want to help someone else. Right now, we're partnering with them, and we're offering a promo code. So if you go to broglybox.com and enter NERDS10, that'll get you 10% off your first box. And hopefully that will inspire you to want to continue the subscription, keep it going, give a box as a gift. Um, again, that's broglybox.com. That's B-R-O-G-L-I-E-B-O-X.com. And enter in NERDS10, N-E-R-D-S-1-0. Then I'll get you 10% off your first box. Um, continue to dive in, learn about the company, learn about the box, and uh, find out how you can use it for yourself or for someone else. And stick with us. It's coffee. It's comics. It's music. It's Nerds on Coffee. So what is up, everyone? <laughs> Hello. Nerds on Coffee. Again. I feel like our tone is that of like an apocalypse just happened. <laughs> it's like Nerds like, on oh, Coffee. Um, 72 AD after destruction. Right. <laughs> yeah. Dang, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to, because I spent so much fucking time mixing the Project Z thing, I'm just going <laughs> to quote the intro and be like, June 7th, 2164, <laughs> or whatever the intro is of that. 121 years after impact. After impact. I, I found, found it. it. I found the Triarch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I could probably quote that whole thing word for word because I had to listen to it so many times. For, for those that are listening, if you go check out Project Z on Instagram, you'll see the um, the motion comic that Hero created for this brand, um, which is uh, a music festival that's coming out in July. By the time this episode goes live, the motion comic will be out, so oh, yeah. people can go check it out. It's pretty um, it's pretty dope. Um, we had a lot of fun making it. It was one of those uh, projects where Live Nation came to us to kind of create something unique uh, for their brand. And, and, yeah, we executed it, and Kyle over here kind of made it all come to life with some dope sound effects. Yeah, mixed all the voices, gave the characters their, uh, like, how their voices sound, did all the sound design, mixing, super fun. Um, yeah, it's cool. Like, the whole motion comic premise is still very new to everyone, but it's just... It's super exciting. Like I'm getting way like more and more into it. The more of them that I'm like working on uh, with you guys and kind of like seeing uh, just like the hybrid style of animation of like having a still image, but then it like slight like the panels shift for you obviously as the text moves in and out. There's a lot of fun sound design uh, to kind of help make you feel like you're watching something, but then you're reading it, and it's just it's super cool. So I'm uh, into the whole motion comic thing. Um, I wanted yeah. you to go through Dark Phoenix. Oh yeah, <laughs> that I Reddit thing. It. I haven't watched it. Oh, it just is not it, like people. I sent Matt a link about how uh, on there's a subreddit it was talking about how Dark Phoenix did not do well at all, and like people just like didn't like it, and it also uh, was like the franchise's weakest film debuting. And just didn't do well. <clears throat> like the only other one that did as bad was the Wolverine. So which Wolverine? The original one, not Logan. No, not Logan, but like, but like the Wolverine. It was called like the Wolverine. Oh yeah, that one's really bad. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. So uh, didn't do well. Which like, I guess I haven't seen it yet, and so like I can't really, I don't really have an opinion on it because I can't give i can't come up with one because i haven't Dark seen Phoenix? it yeah because i haven't Pete seen it said it's uh atrocious <sighs> it didn't look bad like i was excited about it. i was like cool another x-men movie haven't had one in a while obviously excellent cast um 
obviously excellent story. Like, it's where was the ball dropped on it? Like, I just think <clears throat> it's a fact that came from 20th Century Fox. Yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't do good. No, like, thank God Marvel has it back now. I know, right? <laughs> well, they they ruined Fantastic Four. We've talked about this so much. They ran Fantastic Four in the ground. They were on the way to running X Men in the ground. Oh, 20th Century Fox. Was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Century horrible. Fox. It's yeah. um, I'm trying to I'm trying to get the uh, Rotten Tomatoes to load on my phone, but it it just won't. No, got it. Yeah, uh, it gave. <laughs> It gave uh, Dark Phoenix a 23. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's pretty low. But it still made $33 million last week, so it's like, who gives a fuck, right? They should, because that's still less than what they spent on it. <laughs> they're true. Spending, they, they were losing a lot of money. True, true. <laughs> um, let's see what other things came out. Did you watch Chernobyl yet? No, we've talked about it a little bit. I haven't yeah, checked. I've heard about fi- some other people fire, talk about it, too. Yeah, pretty, pretty fire. And then. talk about and then um trying to see what else is here that makes sense. They haven't rated Shaft yet, but I'm pretty excited about that mm, one. Yeah. And then Shaft's gonna be good. And then you have um Rocket Man, which I actually heard was it did really well on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. But I heard it wasn't that great or or i should rephrase that i heard that it wasn't as great as bohemian rhapsody which being that it's a piece coming out by the same director within nine months of it i think that uh, timing wise it just was a was a bad move so people are saying or you're saying or you're speculating that it's not as good as Bohemian Rhapsody. No, that's what people are saying. Those I haven't even seen Rocket Man yet, and I can already tell you it's better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Like Bohemian Rhapsody was, yeah, it was like mediocre. It was it was okay. But I heard I heard Rocket Man's actually like a musical. It's not like an actual movie. Well then, yeah, then who knows? I've I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, unpopular opinion time. I didn't think Bohemian Rhapsody was that great. I thought that it way way glossed over. Um, the inner workings of Queen and mm. dove way too heavily into the over stylized look at Freddie Mercury's life and then sensationalized what it was like to be in a band and be in a studio and write a song and come out with music way, way more than it ever should have. And like, that's not even like you're not in the studio in a fight with someone literally already hit someone in the face. And then your bass player starts playing the bass line to another one bites the dust. And you guys are like, yeah, that's right. That's what it's about. It's about the music, whatever. I'm like, that's not how that shit went down. And even for Hollywood, that's fucking embarrassing. Like, <laughs> so that was like my whole thing with it is like, I felt a little like, I don't know what it was. Like, I just, I just didn't think that the, First of all, I don't think that it was awful. I'm not like trying to shit on the movie and say it was bad, but I think I was expecting a lot more from it considering that it won Best Fucking Picture. Mm -hmm. And then I watch it also already knowing a decent amount about Queen because I love Brian May. He's one of my favorite guitar players on the planet. But like that's just like not – how would you want me to believe that like that's what it's like in the studio? Like that's what I do for a living. No, it's fucking not. Like – no, it's so not. It's just an elevated version of uh, "We Are Your Friends." It's just right. it's not that bad, but it's still not. Yeah, there. I just wasn't that into it. I mean, it was okay. Um, I def- like I enjoyed watching it. It's not like I had a problem watching the movie, but after it was over, I was like, "Well, I'm really glad that I didn't spend money on this in the theater." Wow. Um, you know, which yeah, that's gonna, like my marker. You I'm know? gonna be real. I didn't watch it all the way yet. I started I mean, it a few times. I hated it. Oh yeah, so you couldn't even get yeah, through it. I wasn't into it. Uh, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm not into things really that aren't like action. It's really yeah, fair. You know, that's just not. It's not my cup. It's hard for me to watch movies like about my industry, told yeah. by people who aren't in the industry. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's like, and I'm not saying that there's not some type of crossover. Oh, look like, who oh, it is! We have a visitor. We have a visitor. Hello, um, visitor. I'm going to really, damn, I wish I would have had like a microphone in front of like my creaky studio door because that would have been the perfect, maybe I'll actually like mix that in and post and just have like this aggressive chamber door sound opening. I love it. Um, Maybe with like heaven bells. (laughs) 
Uh, our friend Frost just walked in, by the way. How you doing, uh, Frosty? You have, so, a good, you have a good video call with your mom? Yep. Is she in East Coast? East East Coast time? West Coast time? Your Mama. Mom? She's uh, Nashville time, right? Central? No. No. I think that's East Coast, right? No. Nashville? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Let me check. I think so. Oh, yeah. I think you're, no. Nashville. What's your mom doing up at 1.30 in the morning? So. Just hanging out with you or like on FaceTime? No, <laughs> 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 no, no. Frosty's right. It is central. Oh, central. Mm, whatever. Yeah, it is. It is. All right. Well, midnight and a half. <laughs> Night noon. Um, um, but for those of you that don't know, you uh, you redid your your studio. Yeah, I'm t- glad we're not talking about Bohemian Rhapsody anymore. Yeah, no, um, I gotta get off that shit. No, I made a new guitar mount, like, rack for my boat, because they used to be in, like, n- a normal, like, guitar boat. I had, like, 15, 16 guitars in this guitar boat, and they were on this table, and I was using underneath the table for storage. Well, I, like, moved my storage, and then I built a new rack and then hung them all up on the wall and then moved all my guitar amps underneath them. And so the whole wall now is just, like, designed better. And then there's, like, more room in here for tables and, like, activities and shit. And so, you know. That's dope. That's I want to build a bigger table for, like, for the— us. Yeah, for the podcast, for people. Cause like this, Yeah, I want to—I think I'm going to use this table— as the base and then just build a new top and like retrofit a top on it that it just like has some more room and like I'll run like I'll have like in the table like microphone stands like the mounts will be in there and then I'll run the uh, cables like through the table and stuff like that will be like a nice thing so um, that's pretty yeah that's pretty tight I really want to get one of those um, I don't even know what they're called what's the, like the light up signs that like look all neon Neon light up signs. Is that, is, do they not have like a name? It's I think the that. description is the name. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to get one of those with our logo. That'd be sweet. That'd be tight, right? Like, like remove this. Yeah. Put that there. Like gas station signs. Yeah, yeah, like like a, ga- a gas yeah. lamp sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're not taking that down because that's actually functional. I doubt that. <laughs> yeah. It's just there for looks. Yeah, the set the diffusing like the diffusion panels on the wall of my studio are just there for looks. Instantly, we take it down <laughs> for for the aesthetic of a thing, and instantly Ella starts waking up in the middle of the podcast. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh shit. <laughs> um. Now I want to talk about this email you sent me. Ooh, I love it. Um, pick it up. I was trying to open it earlier. That's what was pausing me for everybody listening. It's okay. I think they're pretty well used to it at this point. So. (laughs) Nice. I'm not going to read this whole article because I'm not going to do that. But you should read most of it. But (laughs) I'm going to read some of it. So the Stars Academy, right? Which one? The Hill one. Um, Yeah, so. Yeah, so a few. Or yesterday, I get an email from. Uh, oh, Matt over here, and it just says, Hi. check these out. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And it's just a link to all these articles. And here's what all the articles say. They say, for, first of all, it's just a bunch of photos of like space. And it's like a lot of like The Hill, um, History Channel, Politico, like pretty serious publications. All these links or until these articles say, friend, foe, or unknown force flying overhead. Congress should find out. TTS Academy has drafted proposed legislation for Congress to consider to ask for a report on making the Navy's UAP findings public. U.S. Navy drafting new guidelines for reporting UFOs. Unidentified inside America's UFO investigation. So it's just all about, like... <laughs> Hey, everything that I love. Hey, government, why, um, stop not telling us about this. So I'm going to read the Hill article, just like the first paragraph. Uh, basically, since 2015, dozens of Navy F-18 fighter jets have encountered unidentified aerial phenomenon, uh, once commonly referred to as UFOs, off the east coast of the United States, some not far from the nation's capital. Encounters have been reported by other military aircraft and civilian airliners elsewhere in the U.S. and abroad, too, including videos shot by airline passengers. What these UAPs were and who was flying them, whether friends, foes, or unknown forces, remains a mystery. Yet careful examination of the data inevitably leads to no one possible disturbing conclusion, or leads to one possible disturbing conclusion. A potential adversary of the United States has mastered technologies we do not yet understand to achieve 
uh, and capabilities we cannot yet match. Wait. So it's basically saying like it's we either, have UFO technology. Well, what it's essentially what that was saying was like it's either aliens or it's aliens. someone else figured out shit that we haven't figured out yet, and that's a kind of a bigger problem. But yeah, it's aliens. Like, come on. Yeah, like, like how is it not aliens? How first of all, like, have you been watching any X Files? No, it is aliens. It's alien. Well, it's definitely. I don't need to watch the. X Files to believe that it's aliens. Really? No, I'm a believer. Oh, you are. The truth uh, is out there. The truth is out there. Okay, cool. Just make uh, sure. No, I just I don't need to watch the X Files. I li- I am the X Files. I'm just kidding. But Joe, I wish Kelly, I, I, Joe I Kelly's wish... asleep right now, and he just woke up and was like, "What the fuck?" I wish I uh, had. Um... He's like my Boston Joe accent. Yeah, I wish I had any sort of rhythmic melody because I want to like to hum the the theme song. But, like, I did it in my head, and I was like, there's just no way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If I tried to do that, it would have sounded (laughs) horrific. (laughs) Just monotone. It's what it would have sounded like, but in my head, I would have been what you actually did. (laughs) (laughs) But I just have enough wherewithal now at 31 to be, to know. The perception is reality, man. Hey, isn't that the truth? Um... Yeah, I think it's aliens, and I don't know if it's because I legitimately believe that or because I just think it's more fun to believe that. Either way, like, I am not ruling out the possibility of aliens. For what? For For what? For being here, like, being on this, like, near or on this planet. Like, do you think the aliens have been, like, came here, like, in the 50s or whatever, like, like the greys, like, people talk about, like... Yeah, I think think that... Listen, here's the thing. Everything gets skewed for pop culture and everything. And at the end of the day, the the reality of what people believe and what actuality is is always different. Yeah. But with that being said, I also wholeheartedly believe that – in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, we were not creative as a society because mm. we didn't have social media. We had no real way of communicating laterally. And yet all these people said they saw aliens or saw weird spaceships or UFOs or whatever mm. without the collective consciousness of social media sure. is really hard to buy. Yeah, it's pretty suspect. Yeah. 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 Like, like they had to have seen something, right? And whether it was yeah. future tech – um like spacecrafts that we that we created or actual aliens to be determined but then again right. you would say why would we have spacecrafts like that that we aren't using more commercially then right if we had like concepts of them 60 years ago why don't we have functioning versions of them now exactly so yeah. so there's that issue but like i just i wholeheartedly believe that we in the for- when was Roswell? Forties, forties uh, or fifties? I just I don't think, 50s, think but, that yeah. people pre-color TVs, pre tr- like mobile phones, could have had the idea of a flying saucer spaceship on multiple points on the planet yeah. and report them. And there's that much just immaculate creativity. Well, there's a lot of commonality between all of the claims too. Totally. And so, like, what you're saying is that it's too much of a coincidence to have happened on too broad of a scale for pre-communication technology. Exactly. Yeah. For yeah, for it to not be at least somewhat substantial. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's just some. Well, that makes sense. There, I think there, that's a reasonable. Even if you don't believe in aliens, like that's a reasonable statement. Like. Yeah. It's just it's just the way like logically, right? If you break it yeah. down, like today you could be like, oh, like all those people just probably like, saw the same Reddit thread and. Answer that sure. and, an- and answer in the same way, right? Right, but uh, shit like that didn't happen in the fifties. And, so, exactly. and also, weird. Uh, and also, uh, like, like I know that like the crop circle thing has been pr- like in some situations has been proven to be a hoax. But it's like, when did how did that many of them pop up at that t- at the same time in that broad of an area? Like that's what I'm saying. I'm basically using signs by M Night Shyamalan as a documentary here (laughs) 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 um 
Uh, yeah, I mean, but but then there's also things like Stonehenge. Yeah, right? there's there's multiple Stonehenge locations. Totally right. And, and, and how do Mayan ruins have the same exact structure as ancient Egyptian ruins? Right, right, and, right. And there's just things like that across the planet. Again, pre-technology, right? Yeah, there would be no way for those independent um, civilizations to have cross-pollinated their architectural designs mm. to build similarly. They would have had to had that inspiration individual of each other or right. something or someone sent them to uh, show them designs. I mean, I've been around people. It's way less likely that people across the globe thousands of years ago all had the same idea to design something that was really well put together exactly. and functional than it is to believe that another outside source came and put it right. here or inspired and, it. And, and for the record, I don't even, um, I don't, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't take out of the realm of possibility that that we are aliens, right? Sure. And that those civilizations that died were the people that what we call humans came to this planet and populated with. Possible. So you're a reptilian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that I don't believe or not believe anything based solely on mainstream media. Mm, I look sure, at things fair, yeah. I look at things and say it's possible, it's possible that we're from Mars. Who knows? Probably not, but we also don't know enough about our galaxy, let alone our solar system to make any true definitive statements. Like how far back are you going in the realm of possibility that we migrated from another planet? As far back as you can. Here, here's here's always here, this is the easiest way to explain what I'm trying to say. Oh. I just hit you. Mm -hmm. You felt it. So I did something and you're giving me feedback and that's how I know it's true. Sure. Right? Every scientific test that we've done bi biologically we're able to do that in theory. Mm. We cannot do that for things interstellar because right. we have not gotten that feedback yet. Mm. So everything in my mind off planet is a hypothesis because we've slapped and we haven't heard back from the oh, other sure. side yeah. if they've felt it. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's only in like the um, scenario of like reaching to see if there's other life. Currently. No, I think that, that that says for everything, right? Because yeah. here, here's another example, right? So they say like a rover on Mars can do the same amount of scientific work that scientists could do in an hour. It takes a week, right? Mm. That, 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 that's the scale. The amount of research that the rover can get in one week is what scientists on the planet could do in, a, in an hour. Sure. So what I'm saying is, we could send a scientist there when we get that technology, and within a day, be like, "Oh yeah, there's definitely, definitely civilizations here. I see a ruined building right there." Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? We, we just don't have enough input a, yet. A computer can't make sense of what it's seeing. It can only take exactly. in what it's seeing. Uh, we could we could go to Titan yeah. and find out that the the waters of Titan that we believe are oceans of regular H two O water mm. have dolphins in them we don't know yeah, yeah, yeah i'm just saying that there's not enough hard empirical data to make any conclusion about anything yet yeah no i agree that's what makes it hard to like the only conclusion i can make is that flat earthers are fucking retarded <laughs> right um yeah oh god it's just the fact that those people are real um, I'm again, we've talked about this a lot. You can believe what you want, but you also have to accept that there's a possibility and by possibility, I mean, a definite, definite, definite situation that you're wrong. It's like, again, and it goes back to what we were talking about, like a few episodes ago, a couple episodes ago of like, we were talking about like the whole vaccine thing. It's just like, the underlying issue here is not that people don't know and it's not that there's not information out there to educate people or proof. It's that people are being willfully ignorant about it. And the flat earth thing is just literally people digging in their toes and going, well, I want to disagree. 
like I want to disagree. I don't think that anyone actually believes that. And if you do, you're crazy, first of all, which is fine. Like, I respect your choice to be crazy. But, like, it's not for lack of evidence. It's not for lack of proof. Yes. For fucking, like, yes. come on. Like, yes, yes, yes. Agreed. It, just, it blows my mind. It's like that there is so much evidence and proof and data that for frosts decades. The yeah, for decades to support so many things through science the same process that developed the technology that we wear and use every day all of it comes from ultimately the same source and you're saying that you don't believe some of it well people like to doesn't to make sense to me like people enjoy selective choice oh yeah Right, and that goes across the board, right? Uh, and we're probably guilty of it if we look at ourselves sure. objectively. There's, uh, I think that we're more conscious of it, so overall we probably don't. But there's definitely times that you would use one line of logic mm -hmm. to rule something, but when that line of logic impedes your daily needs, you attempt sometimes mm -hmm. to justify that alteration. Yeah, Right. There's just some people that do that to an extreme. Totally. Right. And, and, and like uh, getting like just bringing it full circle to what we started, honestly, on like episode one is like your perfect example of what not to do when it comes to religion. Mm. Right. Because the way that you think about it in conjunction with science allows you to keep that linear line. Right. Of. Of both faith and logic, whereas I think some people skew that both ways, right? I, I mean, listen, yeah. I, I am personally not religious, but I also don't have enough humor to say that, that maybe there's something. Sure. I, there, there, there's just – there's no proof either way. That's how I look at it. Right. I'm not an atheist, no. right? Because I think, I think atheists are worse than anyone. Yeah, yeah. Just the idea – and I think a lot of people – for the record, people that are listening that say you're an atheist, you're not really an atheist. You just, you, you're most likely spiritual that doesn't believe in denominational religion based in uh, Earth's construct oh, of I what that means. Agree. Well, most people are agnostic yes. who say that they're atheists. Hundred percent. Because like I like I have atheism uh, is actually a religion. It's a, well because you're saying but what you are saying you are making a definitive claim right about something that is not provable which there's another word for that and it's called faith. Right. So <laughs> fuck all you guys first of all you fucking hypocrites. Uh that's what that is if you want to know. Right. It, it is a religion. You can call yourself an atheist if you want and claim that it's because you do not believe anything exists, but that takes a level of faith because, again, that's not proven. I wonder if atheists by default now have to be flat earthers. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Drinking, man, we just had Korean barbecue and we drank a bunch of haterade at that meal. Yeah. Um, Really? Shitting on flat earthers, atheists, bringing back up vaccines, shitting on people. Just it fucking was hate, man. I love, love it. hating on I people. I love hating people, especially no. on like a good beef dinner. A good beef dinner. For all uh, those vegan fuckers. Amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I just had to add them in there. You know, if we're going to hate, we have to eat, hate with e yeah, equality. Yeah, let's go after, let's go after all of them. Yeah, hate with equality. Um, so Frost looks like he hates his life right now. What's wrong, buddy? Do you want to do some right. push-ups for us? Maybe some, maybe some, uh, maybe some burpees. <laughs> oh yeah, no, thank you. Hard <laughs> pass. Like, yeah, that's a hard fuck you. Hard pass. Yeah, it's in the middle. Uh, you just pull that panel back, and then the button in the middle. Yeah, and you have to take a swig of whiskey with it. There you go. Um. Yeah, I just think that a, a lot of people, you know without realizing it or not, are really agnostic because they're just saying, like, like what they say to you in conversation is different from what they actually practice and what they actually feel. And I think that if you looked at the evidence that their life produces, a lot of people are saying that they really just don't know what's going on. Like, they don't know what's out there. They don't know what is or isn't, you know? And, like, it takes a certain level of security to be able to admit that, which is why I think a lot of people don't do it, you know? Interesting. And... 
like it's because it's a scary thing to say that you don't know what's out there and so i think that there is security in saying that like well this does not exist or saying yes this does exist you know because if you're making a definitive statement then you have something to anchor your belief system to Mm -hmm. and like i think the reason why i have even though i'm not agnostic why i have so much respect for a lot of the people that i know that are agnostic is because they're straight up like i don't know i'm okay i'm okay not knowing what am I technically? I would consider you to be agnostic because you're just saying like I don't know what's out there, so mm. I'm willing to accept. Because I'm Jewish, I'm, I'm Jewish culturally, right? But I wouldn't say religiously, right? Yeah, yeah. So like you're not a practicing Jew, no. Um, and I think a lot of it's silly. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but know, I don't think. But I don't. Interestingly enough, I don't think faith is silly. No, not at all. And right. I think that anyone that says that is a liar because faith also exists outside of uh, you know exactly. religious context. Exactly. Also, I was just so, thinking, I wonder how many atheists have ever done mind-altering drugs. Uh, no. Because if you've done acid, mushrooms, DMT, or ayahuasca, and you're mm-hmm. an atheist, then you're a liar. <laughs> or you know something we don't, which is way less likely. <laughs> way less likely, but I also... I was talking to one of my buddies today who said that he, his friend uh, told him a story about a trip he had, mm. DMT trip. When he was, in, was on the trip, uh, out, uh, for people listening that don't know much about DMT, the thing that's most interesting about it is that uh, it lasts for about 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah, it's a really short trip. But yeah. you feel like you've lived an entire life. Time works very strangely well, DMT in it. DMT is also the chemical that's released at birth and death in And a lot brain. of people think it uh, helps you get to other dimensions. The, the th- theory that people say. <sighs> Who is to say that it doesn't or does? Like, exactly. That's, well, DMT have you watched, have you watched the yeah. spirit mo- mo- uh, molecule? Huh. Uh, you would find it fascinating. Yeah. Joe Rogan um, actually narrates it. Okay. It's a Netflix uh, documentary on DMT. Okay. It's very interesting. But but to get back to the trip, he uh, – so his, uh, my buddy's friend took DMT and said that he got to in, – in, in the trip, he got to these gates. It's like only – in real time, it was only like five minutes in, so he should be deep into this trip. Right. And he meets these beings at the gates – that say we can only let you through if you promise to never tell anyone. And he said that like while he was there, he said that he wouldn't tell anyone, but he knew he was gonna tell everyone, and the beings knew that, and they threw him out of the trip. He said, he said like within five minutes of taking the drug, when it sh- he should have been tripping for fifteen to twenty minutes, he was like shot back to reality, dead sober. Five what? minutes in, yeah. Crazy. That's wild. Wild, right? Right? Like like a DMT trip should never only last five minutes. Right. Ever. So that could substantiate the claim that, that was, this what interdimensional dude, travel. Like, yeah. When he told me that, I was like, wait, are you, are you sure? He literally was like, no, no, for real. Calls the dude, puts him on speaker, and tells me the exact same story. I was like, well. That's terrifying. Yeah, yeah that's terrifying, right? Makes me want to do it. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but also it was like super terrifying. Yeah, it's it's I don't know. I think again, going back to my logical government kind of thought process on this. Mm-hmm. I would say it's reasonable and you tell me if you agree to say that the government probably knows more about things than we do as average people. Like well, completely. Not only do I is that reasonable, I think that's absolutely true. So why would they be experimenting with these mind-altering drugs if they didn't know something about them that we don't know. Exactly. That's just kind of the logical thought process. Totally. No, I I think that it's... Because for those people that are listening that are like, what are you talking about, Matt? In the 70s? 80s, 70s, 80s? Well, if you're talking about like the MK Ultra project and things like that, that's 60s. 60s, wow, really? And it's basically... 60s, 70s. Um, and that's basically like LSD experiments on exactly. people that was sanctioned through the government. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So you're doing that, right? I mean, you're doing that, what, 15, 20 years after all these alien sightings, quote unquote? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's too coincidental. It's, it's, it's like so. It's too coincidental, <laughs> man. Like, and then too- what? Did you like, did you find something you didn't want to find and then you shut it down? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> totally. Because you didn't you didn't stop because of ethics. Let's no, be, let's be real. No, no, no. You just shit. hit it. Or maybe no. they didn't stop, right? And they just hit it. That's the other side That's of it. More believable. Yeah, more believable. So Frost, we love to do one-on-one podcasts where we just deep dive into like fun things like this. Ironically, these episodes do really well, which I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it because. <laughs> Y'all are very nerdy. Yeah, I, I mean, we, we, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, we found a way to take all of the things that we would get shunned about reading up on in high school and college and turn it into a creative outlet. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but uh, uh, this th- th- this uh, coffee break is brought to you by Yaya <laughs> Music. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, we gotta film this again. Oh, uh, we're we're gonna do it again. So for you guys listening, just rewind and press play. And what I'm about to do is like it just no, I'm not again. gonna edit any of this out. Things I don't care. Oh no, I was hoping you wouldn't, and that oh, they would actually yeah. do it and just be on a time loop. <laughs> That's amazing. So this coffee break was brought to you by Yaya Music. <laughs> and uh, Frost just recorded us. It's probably going to go all over social media. My yeah. face is um, banned for life now. I'm really excited. That's great. Um, but yeah, so moving. No, I think mo- the way moving on or no, back no, in? Ba- back in. Sorry, oh, I was sorry. about to say. I was like, moving on from the coffee break back into the MK Ultra conversation. Yeah, uh, I, dude, it's. Oh, dude, the amount of things. Okay, so first of all, I think there's two sides to look at it, and there's two. Uh, core myths to me that exist surrounding uh, the information that our government has. And the first myth is to believe that the government is, you know, this omniscient evil entity that is out to get you and that uh, has everyone's, um, you know, demise planned and plotted and is always going to, you know, look out for itself first. And it's like, it's like, I think that's a myth. Like, I don't think that, I think the aspects of that have been blown out of proportion. I think that some aspects of that are true because like th- nothing is perfect in this world. And like the government absolutely is not perfect, especially ours. You know, it's the only one we have, but it's not perfect. And so like, I don't think that all of the things that all of these crazy you know, conspiracy theorists and preppers and like all these anarchists people say about our government are necessarily true. But I do definitely think that there's a reason why they're afraid of some of those things because our government has done some really borderline shady shit over the years. I, yeah, yeah, I do because I'm too, yeah, I know. Uh, Texas comes out. And so but, I think that that's like the first myth is just like it's not as bad as a lot of people think. I think it was. It, it, it was for sure. But I, I think that the other myth is, is that you're naive if you don't believe that the government knows almost everything that we don't. And build on that for a reason, I I th- you know, like. But, but let's build on that even more. Mm-hmm. I think the government doesn't even know what the government does in a lot of circumstances. No, because, it's so, because you have separate government agencies like, like the president, like. I, I legitimately don't think the president knows everything. No, it's a mentoring candidate. On. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, there are like, you know, sub offices that operate in our government that like we probably don't even know about. And if we do, we don't know the depths to which they operate. Yes. You know, well, I think I think that a lot of. When. I think the government is a lot of smoke and mirrors in the sense oh, absolutely that, it is. Right, right, yeah, but for sure. But what more so, like, when Area 51 was, like, confirmed, right, all that told me was that Area 51 was not actually where they did any real things of significance. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. You know, there are bases and or secured facilities that sure. are doing experiments, whether it's alien or not, sure. that would blow your mind, right? Like, yeah. I would be shocked that if at any given point there isn't at least a dozen places where they're attempting hovercrafts of some sort. Oh, sure. Right? For probably sure. been doing that for decades. Um, I mean... Reverse yeah. propulsion engines is like... We've always only, yeah. been on the brink of that, too, yeah. you know? And so I just think that, like... Talking about, like, the naivety of people whenever it comes to not thinking that the government is, like, hiding shit, which they absolutely are. 
Um, and there's things that go on in the government that people don't know about, which there absolutely is. I can best describe it this way. So let's pretend that you're in high school or junior high and a class election comes up and the popular kids are running to see who's going to be in office for that next school year. And one of them gets this idea and says, hey, I really want to be in office. So let me go without everyone else knowing to this group of people and talk to them about how maybe I can get their vote, get the popular kids on my team. Maybe I can promise them something, you know, some deal, some exchange of goods is made. And then some backdoor, you know, politics is happening to get someone else into office which they do, but then they have this obligation now to this other um, smaller party that people don't really know about happened, and they kind of have to fulfill those obligations behind closed doors because they now got what they wanted of being elected. Like, that happens pretty, pretty routinely. All the time, You yeah, really I mean, don't think that that's going to happen with corrupt adults whenever there's hundreds of millions of dollars on the line? Like, And more so than when there's hundreds of millions of dollars when there's power. Power's... That's the thing. So, uh, or alien technologies. Or alien technologies. Are you a believer in that some of Hollywood is used as dissemination of information? In- of sensitizing the public to yes. things that the government wants us to know about in the future? Yes. The fact that I just framed it that way would probably make you think I believe that. <laughs> I honestly don't know how I feel about that because I just. I mean, you know, that's something I very that's not, much believe that. I don't. I whether don't, they whether Hollywood knows they are doing that. You or know, not, that's the thing. That's the that's the thing. I do think that maybe there's a. I, I I think like what Neil deGrasse Tyson said about why the moon landing had to have happened. He has a very interesting quote about it. Mm-hmm. To when he when he when he uh, when somebody asks him why do you think the moon landing really happened. And his response is pretty interesting. He goes, because it would have taken more collective brain power to hide that right. than it would be to just do it. Exactly. And I think... Well, and what he's talking about, like the number that he's talking about is if... Because like somebody else sat down and did that math, and it would take somewhere around, like, I think 200-something thousand people that would have had to been in on the conspiracy to hide it globally right. again than it would have been to do it. Right. So that, that, so similarly, so, that's why I don't think Hollywood as a whole is in on that. But do I think maybe there could be some rogue writers that like sure. it's a one-to-one with like some dude in a black hat in the CIA that says, hey, you should – here's a script that you should write. Yeah. And – this is why you should write it and gives them a bunch of money and some things. And then, and then that just becomes a creative sci-fi story. And to everybody else, it's just a dope script, right? right? That who knows, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know how much of that I would believe happens regularly, but I wouldn't be surprised if it it happened more in the past. I wouldn't be surprised. Like independence day kind of feels like that. You think so? Yeah. It's like too patriotic. (laughs) <laughs> it's like it's like it's like that the uh, the okay well we're gonna tell you some shit about aliens but you have to make america look really good right exactly exactly <laughs> that's what i'm trying to say but I, I didn't know how to say it the right way that's exactly it, what that is yeah ex- exactly like that that makes it like, <laughs> it's like it's just so ridiculous yeah america can't ever be the bad guy <laughs> right uh yeah <laughs> but uh that's funny the the end of men in black one with the lockers uh-huh. That shit makes you feel small. Have you seen Men in Black One, Frosty? No. OG Men in Black. Oh, the first one? Yeah. Yeah, where Will Smith opens the locker at the end. And it's the whole world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like all the other universes and shit. That's some craziness. It's trippy, man. Yeah, it's really weird. It makes you think. Yeah, I can't like I really like talking about stuff like this, but I really have to like limit myself on. You go down a rabbit because hole because I, I will fast. have I will I will plummet into an existential crisis before too long if I go like down rabbit holes without regulation. So like I don't like dive into stuff if we're not talking about it on the show. Like very rarely do I go read about something on my own, like off when like we're talking about it, because if not, I will get sucked in and it'll just, I will get, my whole life will be consumed by the fact like, what if, like, oh my God, like, holy shit. I'll just freak out about everything. 
because I have a super overactive imagination and it's also not hard for me to like believe things that are presented in like reasonable ways. So if someone like even if your argument, the thing that you're trying to convince me of is like total horseshit, if you present it in a really good way, like I'll entertain it. Yeah, you know? I feel that. But uh but I know that about myself. And so uh it's really like again like, doesn't matter what it is. If you present it in a really good way, I will at least entertain it, you know? Hmm. So. I feel that. That's why I don't go down, like, deep dives into, like, ancient aliens and stuff. Because like, oh, I'm, so I'm already, like, intrigued enough yeah, to be like, if yeah. if it were true? Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, yeah, that's where I am now. I'm like, yeah. Dude, we got we to gotta get the podcast big just to get Giorgio Tukalusa. Oh, I know. <laughs> He doesn't even have to come on the show. We can just hang out with him, and that would be enough for me. Oh, my God. We'll take do, a photo. Do you know who Giorgio is, Frosty? Oh, my God. Have you ever watched the show Ancient Aliens? On the History Channel. Oh, we're going we're gonna to have some fun tonight. <laughs> it's so great. Um, but, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I, I feel that sentiment, but... On the flip side of it, I kind of like getting into existential crisis. Sure, yeah. Like it makes you. It, I feel like it's like a a sober way of tripping. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? I get like that. if you get if you get so deep into it for like a day or two. Oh yeah, you just your whole perspective is warped for everything warped. you do. Yeah, someone emails you like, "Hey man, like I need some like four more CO two tanks," and you're like, "I don't. What? How do you know what's in there?" <laughs> It just affects your responses <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> oh, I could just see them be like, "What do you mean, dude? What What's are you in talking there? about? Fucking compressed air, fucker." Yeah. Uh, but how do you know that? How do you know that that's what it is? And like, whenever your artist is on stage and you're gonna blow like CO two out, how do we know that it's not gas that like South, like North Korea put in there as like a mind controlling agent? And then it's like you you get you way you go way left and, field. Then, and then you get a phone call that says hey man I think you should stay home on this run yeah <laughs> we got we got a really weird email from the production manager yeah, and then <laughs> and then you wake up the next morning you went on his amazon binge you don't even know about you have a bunch of flat earth society gear show up to your house and you're just like a bunch of anti-vax propaganda and you're like fuck i'm one of them now <laughs> that's what happens if you go too deep into conspiracies man yeah, it's like um you're one of them it's like what um Robert Downey Jr. said, don't go full retard. No, you never Sean Penn went full retard. That's right. Came home empty-handed. Yeah, jump in. I am Sam. Yeah. <laughs> you know what that's from? <laughs> oh, Frosty, you have so much so much nerdy pop culture to educate you on. I think he's just too tired, but he laughed at it, which means well, I, it's just, I feel it's like just, you get the... It's objectively funny oh, it's saying funny. that. That's uh, from Tropic Thunder. There's a movie Thunder. called Tropic Thunder, yeah, where Robert Downey Jr. plays a black guy. In like in blackface. In blackface. And this movie came out in two thousand seven. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah. It's Jack Black, Robert Downey Jr., and Ben Stiller. It's uh, fucking hilarious. Matthew McConaughey's in it too. Oh yeah, Matthew McConaughey uh, is in it. Tom Cruise <laughs> yeah, is in it. It's just the funniest um, thing ever. And basically, um Ben Stiller's character, he plays an actor in the movie. They all play uh, they actors, all play actors in, the movie, in the movie. Yeah, but Ben Stiller's character played a retard in a, in another movie. Yeah, and, like and, full blown, full, full blown retard. Like, yeah, and he like in like that role like tanked his career, and he was like a rising star, <laughs> and, and like he didn't understand why. And Robert Downey Jr. in blackface just looks at him dead face and goes, "You never go, full, like, retard. You never go full retard." Like Sean, Sean Penn, Penn went full retard, went, came home empty-handed. Yeah, he's like, look at Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump, look retarded, act retarded, not retarded. <laughs> oh, wait, and what? Uh, oh, yeah. Was he full retarded? Get, yeah, that's too... Was he? I, haven't, I don't know if I've seen that. That was That's adolescent, though, which is a little different. Like, but didn't he, wasn't he nominated for a Grammy on that? I mean, I mean, or an Academy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I mean, obviously, he didn't win until the Revenant, which was the whole whole thing. But uh, um, like, not even for Django. Like that was ins like Titanic. Nothing, dude. Dude came up in empty-handed every year. Yeah, it's Rose That's right. Fuck her. Rose did let go. That's unreal. It's her fault. Dumb bitch. <laughs> but I don't know. Did he go full retard in that? Because because Tom went, Hanks went, went very went. close to full retard in Forrest Gump. Well, I'm just using the terminology from the movie right now. Yeah. Um. Did you watch uh, Forrest Gump? Yes. Because Tom Hanks did not go full retard, but no, he went very close. Like yeah. Yeah. So Leo went full retard in his. Oh, yeah. What's he eating? Oh, Gilbert yeah. Grape is like full on. Yeah. 
Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, but it's also Leo. It's also Leo. He's a great man. white buffalo. That's right. This is also really. Really? Oh. No way. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Is this your mic drop leaving right now? Dude, that's incredible. Um, well, on that note, I think you should all go look up all of Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, former flames and then submit their ages in a comment. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, obviously, all of Leonardo's flings are listening because this is the most popular Leonardo DiCaprio podcast. Yeah. Dare I say the only one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, no, for real. Thanks, guys, for listening to me ramble about space and aliens. I don't know why I was feeling so into it. Maybe it's because uh, I've been writing a bunch of new stories revolving around it. Mm, yeah, they'll do it. But uh, yeah, this was uh, this was therapeutic. Thank you. Uh, nice. Thank you, Doctor uh, Perrin. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate the therapy session. We um, yeah, I'm a doctor the same way Doctor Phil's a doctor. I'm, that's I'm a not, great doctor. I'm not. No, you are. So you're wearing the glasses. Yeah, you're I'm, like a hipster doctor. I need them. I need the glasses. You look like a hipster doctor right now. Thanks. Yeah, like like you're wearing like neutral tones, but you have sleeves. Yeah. You have a beard and glasses. <laughs> yep. Uh, you talk only in holistic ideals. All <laughs> right. <laughs> if you say so. See? Point in case. You say so. <laughs> um, yeah, whatever you think, man. It's just all about finding that balance, you know? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Excellent. Uh, well, yeah, short, fun episode. Talk about aliens and shit. Uh, do your own research. Um, don't listen to us. Yeah, don't listen to us. Do your own research. Look it up and then tell us what you think. Uh, write in, and if you have something that you think uh, would be good for us to talk about, we'll have our executive producer review it. And if you uh, if you find any proof of aliens, submit it, and you can win a bag of chimney coffee. <laughs> oh yeah, it's got to be good proof though. I mean, like, I'll buy them the bag of chimney coffee just yeah, for any anything. Even if the proof percent. isn't good, but really well packaged, I, I've, I'm in. Yep. Like, I just want to see the effort. Agreed. You know, like, I doubt any of our listeners can find any legitimate proof, but I want to see how creative they can get about presenting you know, it to us. that's the right way to prompt someone into doing something is to antagonize them into proving you wrong. But I'm, I just playing, you, I'm just playing chess. I doubt you can do it. Yeah, I, I don't think you, you can. Um, <laughs> having said that, I believe in you. Follow your dreams. Find us aliens. Bye. <laughs>